You're listening to Bangkok Strange. That's right, everyone. We are back for episode two of Bangkok Strange. I'm your host, Dana Blue, and I'm an expat who's been living in Thailand in Bangkok for six years, and I'm here with my co-host, Woody. I'm Woody. I'm Thai. I've been studying overseas, living overseas, cultured by the American oil field, and I'm back here in Thailand. That's why he does sound like he's straight out of the bayou in Louisiana. However, that is not the case. He is 100% Thai. I am 100% American. And we're here to talk about the strange life of Bangkok. Of course, Bangkok Strange is brought to you by Ash Kickers Brisket and Bourbons on Ekamai Soy 12. Best American barbecue in the city. Best bourbon selection in the city. Go and check them out. Lunch and dinner. Fantastic food. Always great deals. Fresh out of the smoker. Chef Colin knows what's up. Woody, you've been there. You like it? I love it. Best and briskets you can find in Bangkok. Best vegan food you can find in Bangkok oh as well. Don't mention that. <laughs> Woody doesn't like to talk about the vegan food. Actually, I had their oatmeal stout there the other day when I was there, though. That is good. Oh, really? It's like this beautiful, creamy beer. Oh, so good. That is interesting. Got to try that. We'll, we'll do that next time we go. Next me, time. Me and you, we're gonna, they got a boozy bagel beatdown coming up pretty soon for one of the UFCs. We'll go for that, and we'll have some uh, oatmeal stouts with our breakfast. Anyway, topic for today, guys. How the fuck does Soy Cowboy exist in what is today Bangkok's center of the city and Asok? So I went in before we get into how the fuck does it exist today, we should talk about where it comes from and sort of like the history of Soy Cowboy going back to the uh, 1970s. Yeah, during the time of Nam. Well, well post-Nam era. Well, post-Nam era, but um, it was like conceived and thought about it like during that, that time as well. If you know, like, people, I mean, uh, back in the, the 70s, right, America was uh, trying to, was allied with, uh, with, with Thailand, and uh, we were fighting a war against the commies, the yeah. communists, I'm sorry. Damn commies. Yep. And uh, it was, like, during the, the time of the Vietnam War. And uh, Thailand, for the United States, saw as an important ally because if Thailand fell, according to the domino theory, the rest of Southeast Asia will fall into the power or the realm of the communists. So, uh, Thailand, as being part of the American allies, right? Thailand eventually became not only your base, but also a place of R&R, rest and relax. So, it's funny, Woody, because had they fallen to the communists, so you'd probably have a really hot Russian wife right now. Oh, yeah, well, you see what? You got to give and take some, some <laughs> things and chances <laughs> no, in history, Nothing's right? 100%, right? Yes, so I went back and did some research on Soy Cowboy mm-hmm. for, for this. And it was actually hard to find any more than really just shallow level research on, on the area. Now, apparently there was a retired U.S. airman, a black gentleman from the States named T.G. Edwards. And he was well known for wearing a cowboy hat. Everyone used to call him Cowboy. And he opened up a bar on what is now today called Soy Cowboy. Apparently back in the day it was called Soy Gold Label. But there was a famous nightlife writer named Bernard Trink who ended up starting referring to it as Soy Cowboy because his work was so prolific with expats and people want to come to the city or come to Bangkok for that type of go-go bar experience. It ended up really picking up steam as far as the name and people stopped calling it Soy Gold Label, started calling it Soy Cowboy. Now, like many an expat that we know, um, T.G. Uh, Edwards drank a bit too much, partied a bit too much, had 
too many side side chicks for his Thai wife mm-hmm. to uh, tolerate. Got divorced, lost everything, got sick, and died outside of Thailand. Why does this so fam- uh, story sound so familiar and because happens we, so often? We really? probably hear the same story once or twice a month, right? Yes. Someone you know didn't go so well, or you know they, you know it was too much temptation in Thailand. Lost all the retirement money. Happened. I, I know a few people who have gone completely broke within a few years being here. Not to mention names. Not not gonna name names. Not gonna name names. But you know, I know people have gone down that rabbit hole. Some some do okay. Some not. So, mm. you know, that's what it is. But the interesting thing is that when they started Soy Cowboy in the late seventies, or or when that area starts to really pick up, it was more known as an expat area. Also, geographically, was outside the city. I looked up some old, old photos, and it really is, it looks like any other soy with shop houses. Yeah. Now, for those of you guys who who don't know the geography of Bangkok, for some of the listeners from the U.S. or from Canada who haven't been here yet, Aso today is in the middle of the city, and Soy Cowboy is right at that main intersection of Sukhumvit and Soy Twenty One. It's about 150, 200 meters long, runs from Soy 21 to Soy 23. It's a little cut through. It's a red light district just packed to the brim with go-go bars. Some might argue they are or are not full service. You can find out for yourself. I don't know. Living life on the hustle. Yeah, check it out. Find out. If you, if you find out if it's a uh, full service, report back to us. You can send us an email at uh, bangkokstrains at gmail.com. But, you know... When they opened this, Woody, it was really kind of an outskirt of the city type of place. Today, with the BTS and the MRT, that's not the case. This is smack in the middle of all the goings-on of the city. There's multiple five-star hotels within 100 meters of there. There's a bunch of business districts, uh, office buildings, big companies. I know a handful of startups on that soy. Right there's a Terminal 21, which is this amazing kind of really creative, family-friendly mall, literally across the street. A BTS and an MRT station. It's probably one of the most accessible places in the whole city. Probably some of the most expensive real estate in the whole city. Yet still, still, there is this red light district smack in the middle of it all. Well, you see, we perceive it like that because we live in this current era and this current time. But if you looked at the location of Soy Cowboy or 30 to 40 years ago, it was set as in a zone to the outskirts of Bangkok, as you mentioned, right? But the city eventually grew towards it. It's not Soy Cowboy's fault, but the city's fault because the city expanded towards it. But with the history behind it, and it's also part of the landmarks and part of the tourism um, it's definitely time, a right? big tourist location. Yes. Every friend who I have who comes to Thailand, what do they want to see? Guy or girl? Mm-hmm. Soy Cowboy. Yes. They all want to go. Now, and look, I've been to Soy Cowboy. I've had some very fun nights there with friends. Hell, one time I had my own little hangover moment. I had way too much to drink throughout the course of an evening. And somehow the next day I wake up in my bed covered in my own vomit, fully dressed, and my phone's full of pictures of me and two Middle Eastern guys who I don't even remember meeting. Oh, my God. That, so that is how the Hangover movie was conceived, right? So, I mean, it, <laughs> it was literally like the last thing I remember from that night is I was somehow getting in a taxi, and my buddy Steve telling the driver in his like 
thick like scottish or british accent he's like if anything happens or irish accent he's irish he goes if anything happens to him i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna fucking end you <laughs> that that probably sounds more australian than irish so i apologize I'm from boston you never know yeah. <laughs> irish so, yeah but anyway you know that's uh you know, those nights happen and they're fun they're fun yeah but the end of the day right i don't understand the are the economics of that industry so good that Soy Cowboy still exists amongst all of these businesses, all of these startups, all of this commerce and commercialism? I do believe that it's not only about the economics, but uh, like told you, uh, like we were telling our uh, listeners here, the historical aspect as well, you know? Mm. And I do not have the numbers for it, but I do believe that annually, that little alley, that little soy generates quite a significant amount of capital. Oh, probably billions and billions of bots. They yeah. probably claim a fifth of that, if that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, when you think about it, Woody, you know, at the end of the day, it's, I wonder how much longer it can exist in this sort of growing economy of Thailand. Well, you know what? Maybe the, the days may be numbered. I do not know. Because this is a, a city, a country of, of, of lots of controversy. Yeah. And the younger generations of people, they begin to question it. And why uh, the aspect not only in morality and how can it exist in, 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 in such a, a place, in such a country like, like Thailand. But we have, we have to see. Yeah. Now, one of the interesting things, you and I have been there during mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. It's a hot lunch spot. And it's hilarious to see office workers, Thai office workers, dressed very prim and proper wearing suits or or like proper dresses sitting in front of go-go bars where if you were at the night before you would have seen some crazy stuff and they're eating lunch from these street food vendors who set up on soy cowboy during the day because obviously those establishments are not open and it's apparently a very hot spot i know quite a few people who talk about certain street food vendors there like gospel like, if you've got to try the chicken from this shop or this this shop, this auntie has the best samtam on the entire, you know, city, you have to try it. And I've always thought that was kind of a very interesting juxtaposition to what it is at night. Yes, the, the controversy and the, the paradox behind it, you know. Like, in the day, it looks like in, in any, any alley, right? You got yeah. office people, you got a street vendor, street hawkers, right? But after the sun sets, Dana... A whole different life and a whole different economy emerges. Well, let's talk about that sunset for a minute because mm-hmm. if you were to walk down Soy Cowboy at, say, you know, 20 minutes or right, right around sunset, daylight reveals a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. There's a reason these places open at night. Now, I've been down there like right before sunset a few times and the girls are sitting in front of the bars. There's only a few customers around. They're doing their makeup or... You know, they're eating dinner because there's still a few food vendors out there. And you see the realities of that life that, you know, it definitely takes its toll on these individuals. They they don't look as young as they do when you're walking down there at midnight with a few beers in you Mm -hmm. and it's dark and there's neon everywhere. The neon lights aren't on yet. The sun is still shining just a little bit, just enough for you to get a glimpse into sort of the realities of what's about to happen. And I've always found that the most interesting time to walk down there. And if I have a friend who's like really keen to go to go visit that area, I take him down there at that time before we go have a few drinks and then head back so that they can see 
what they're what decisions they're going to make later, and then I can remind them. Well, you know what, the the alley soy cowboy, everything of how the the bars are are designed, and the, the way it's set up, is it's a world of illusion. You know, the the blazing music, the neon lights is is designed to numb your your senses. That yeah. is why men drop thousands and thousands of baht per night. I, one of the funniest things there was a, there was a meme on uh, the internet. We we talked about this a while back of a guy in Pattaya at a uh, ATM machine with two girls. Oh, crossed arm looking at him. <laughs> but it's not uncommon. Like if you were in Asok, like late in the evening, that you'll see some guy at a uh, ATM with a girl, a mama son, and a bouncer trying to get their cash, right? And this guy is trying to put his drunken pin number in. Mm-hmm. You know and it's interesting because, you know, I think a lot of these guys going there, they oh, I'm going to spend like an hour and they, they don't understand the allure that happens or the, the perception that all of a sudden now you're, you're dropping cash, buying lady drinks, doing un, unbeknownst types of things in the back room and you don't have enough cash to cover it. But you know what? You, you, we have to feel to um, look at the scene, you know. It's take a a step back as someone who's watching a scene in in a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at at the the guests, the, the people, the clientele that, that visits these bars and stuff. It reminds me to uh, to look at them objectively and see like why do men are wi- willing to pay thousands thousands, right? Most of them are older uh, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I had a, a conversation with with one woman and asked him, uh, why, "Why why are you willing to give uh, so much money?" And they said, "Back home, right? They do not have this opportunity to hang out with a beautiful twenty plus ish uh, lady." And they're doing it wrong, Woody. They're doing it wrong. It's about helping their the lives up, you know. But that lady may have some issues back home and. Them, them financing this kind of like escapade, Get, buy, you know? buying medicine for the sick buffalo. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard it before. The family needs a well, something like that. Uh, my favorite is, and I actually know someone who said this to me, like he thought it was real. That he said to me, it was her first night, Dana. That she worked at. I met her on her first night. I was so lucky. She said that three hundred sixty-five times. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was like, and he goes, you know, she was the most expensive one at the bar because it was her first night. And I said, listen to me. When have you ever started a job as the highest paid person in the company? You start at the bottom and you work your way up. Uh-uh. It's like that anywhere. That's not true unless you work <laughs> a soy cowboy. <laughs> so, hey, you're paying for experience. I'm not paying for a newbie. You know, I want, I want experience. I want the real deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's funny, man. It, it's so, like, it, it's an interesting place because it's not it, as seedy as it sounds, right? As seedy as, like, you think, oh, this is like a scummy, kind of seedy, <laughs> sex trafficking place. It really is like a, a an interesting tourist attraction, right? And like you can literally just walk down there, spend two minutes to walk from 21 to 23, the 200 meters, and have a lifetime of experience in that two-minute walk. And it's hilarious. And the girls are very ag- – they can be very aggressive – Oh, come inside. You know, and it's funny. Every bar on Soy Cowboy has a 69 bot happy hour all the time. Well, like, uh, I, I really like what, what you said about going there um, and it, w- it will be interesting. 
But my word of advice and my recommendation is uh, to to go to, there with Woody. No, <laughs> <laughs> but to go there, but look at the surroundings objectively, and yeah. and you'll see a lot of interesting things that unfold and unveil in front of your eyes. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? The economics are obviously the economics exist, or else yes. that, that place wouldn't exist. Day and night, repeat. Yeah, day and night, and. Like we said, that's not the only red light district in, in Bangkok. We'll talk about the other ones at some point. Oh, with other points. The other locations, we're, we're not going to tell you where it is, but stay tuned. Yeah. It's going to be a lot more interesting. Yeah, because uh, oddly enough, Soy Cowboy, despite the fact that it might be the most well-known, is probably the most calm. Yes. And I hate to use the Believe term- Believe it or not, most calm. I hate to use the term family-friendly, but it's probably the most family-friendly. Unless you go inside now- if you go inside, all bets are off. All bets are off. And you know, I've heard stories about, like I said, I've been inside some of them. There's one of them that has like a glass ceiling when you walk in. There's girls dancing on the on the floor above you, and you look up on the glass ceiling, and you're like, what? No panties. Not, I'm not saying I saw that. <laughs> I'm not saying I saw that. <laughs> but you definitely see things that make you question decisions you've made in life that brought you there. Try to lure you to a trap there, but you know. You know, and- there's one of the other things that's interesting, Soy Cowboy is probably one of the only places I've ever seen that has a, a ladyboy bar in the midst of everything else. Mm, ladyboy bar. Well, usually that's like very separate. Yes. But at a different location. At different, a completely different location. But at Soy Cowboy, at, as far as I know, there's one. Mm-hmm. And it's called Cockatoo, if that's not a dead giveaway. But <laughs> I, I want to, So one time I, I brought some friends down there, and he wanted to go into the Ladyboy Bar. He really wanted to see it. He wanted to experience it. I was like, I've never been, but we can go in. And we got there, and you know, all the, all the Ladyboys are tall and beautiful, better looking than most of the girls in Soy Cowboy. Believe it or not, sometimes the, the Ladyboys are actually better looking than actual real women. Yeah, so if, if she looks too good to be true, she may be. She's a he, but you know we uh, so we go inside and it you know it's very dark and lit and we had we had a few drinks and uh, my my girlfriend was with us you know and we're, we're hanging out and we see this guy come in who's clearly this probably like an older like fifty something Indian guy mm-hmm. very very intoxicated oh he's inexperienced so he he probably just walked from one of the other bars over to this bar. Without and knowing, without dot, knowing. dot, dot. And he's he's sitting down, and you can see there's like a look on his face of like, am I doing something that's not right? What's going on? I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm getting into. And my buddy who's sitting next to me is like, do you think he knows? Do you think he knows? I'm like, looking at the situation, I'm like, I don't think he knows. Until he grabbed a package that was bigger than his. Well, so then two of the, gir- two of the girls, in air quotes, two of the ladyboys grab him and take him down into the back room oh. and he disappears and i'm like okay that's a sign that we need to pay the check and just go because i'm, I'm pretty sure something bad's about to go down a, a crime is about to be committed <laughs> uh, one way or the other <laughs> on one the way. way or the other <laughs> she, she came in him he came on the floor <laughs> oh god <laughs> my goodness classic uh, hangover two line oh there. yeah but you know it's there's always a fun time to be had it's always interesting yes. and like i said it's it sounds seedy. If you're not from Bangkok, it sounds oppressive or it I sounds, know. you know, sleazy. But in reality, it's it's an interesting place. Yes, it's part of um, the the nightlife that that you wish it. It's part know. of the tapestry. It's true. I mean, we we don't encourage like people like yeah, we have to go into every bar at Soi Cowboy. No, but 
what we're saying is that um, it's an interesting place that if you have nothing else to do or you want to see Bangkok at night, this is one of the places. It's definitely somewhere you must you, go. You must go. You should check yeah. it out. And again, like I said, how the fuck does it even exist in today's economy? I don't know. So it might not be there forever. Yeah, it's about economics and uh, the history. Mm. It has been there for since the memories of the of the older generations uh, in in this city. And believe it or not, no, no matter like you said, it may be shady as it sounds or as it is. But believe it or not, when Soy Cowboy doesn't exist anymore, it will leave a hole in many hearts. Oh, for sure. And it will leave kind of a hole in the tapestry of the city. You know, Absolutely. When, when any iconic place goes away, you know, it. people will miss it. People will talk about it. Yeah. And nostalgia is a hell of a drug. People f- will forget the bad things. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a few years ago, one of the, the owners of one of the clubs died, fell off his building. Wow. 39th floor, trying to climb from his balcony to another balcony. Or from would, another balcony to his balcony. Well, why, why, why would he, he risk it? Oh. He, well, he locked himself out, and he was an experienced skydiver and base jumper, so he didn't really have a fair of heights. Oh, the confidence. Mm. Yeah, confidence is a killer. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, fell down, landed down a, uh, on Soy 19. He landed down a house next to uh, the condo. But I know a guy who lived in that condo, and he was like, Dude, I think the the guy from Cowboy died, and he's like, I'm pretty sure he fell off the building. Oh my god, the condo is jinxed. No, uh, Thai people said so. <laughs> a few years ago, you probably could have got a pretty good discount on that uh, that penthouse. Oh yeah, but you know, it's it's interesting that you know things like that do happen, and you know people forget those stories as time goes on, yeah. and remember like, oh yeah, the good times at Cowboy, or the good times at these other red light districts. Mm-hmm. The good times at Ash Kickers on Ekamai Soy 12. Not a go-go bar. <laughs> yes. Best best brisket and bourbon in the city. Certified for families. Yeah. Cert- family friendly. Family friendly. I see kids in there every day. Yeah. And they play nice music. And they serve good bourbon. Kids drinks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Kids drink bourbon? <laughs> well, Pro- probably not. Well, the younger they start, the better to train. Maybe, maybe those European kids. I think they drink early. Yes. Yeah. European kids. Part of the... The tradition and culture. You know, at the end of the day, though, it's it's all good fun. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't know how long a place like Cowboy is going to exist for, especially if it was where like Nana is, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could see it existing a little bit longer, even though Nana is closer to the center of the city. Center of the city, that area hasn't developed quite the same as also. But Nana Dana is going to be a very interesting episode. Indeed it is. We might have to go do some research prior to that mm-hmm. episode, some in-person research and report back. Oh, yeah. We might have to get one of our friends from the States to call in because he did a lot of research there when he was here. We call it um, in the field visit, right? Yeah, he did a lot of field research. But, you know, it's... You know, it's just economically, you look at that area and that it's not as developed as Aso. So you yeah. could see that still existing for a while. However, I was recently uh, working on a business deal on with a, a location on Soy 11. And they told us that there's a line group for girls who work on Soy 11. 4,000 people in that line group. The economics, you know? Economics. Mm-hmm. 4,000 girls in that group that chat wow. with each other about customers and things like that. So, you know, it exists. It's always, of course, that profession is always going to exist. Oh, yes, definitely. Legal or not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me personally, I don't think it should be illegal, but, you know, that's just me. I know a lot of people disagree with that. Some people might agree with that. 
You know, so it, it doesn't matter what you think. Depends on what the laws are, right? And, Wait, you know, when you say like quote quote, you know, the oldest profession. Really, I thought farming was the oldest profession, or even a hunter. No, no, it, it probably <laughs> is, but you know, we, it's a saying, Woody. It's a saying. They top three. They didn't <laughs> top they, three oldest professions. They didn't. Te- <laughs> they didn't teach you this in the oil fields. Oh, yeah. Your 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 roughneck buddies didn't tell you about the oldest profession. Well, they they claim it as the oldest profession, but but you know, if you think deep about it, wait a minute, this can't be the oldest profession. What about being a hunter or being a farmer? Well, so These think, are oldest professions. So too. think about that. Like early hunters, right? They were hunting for themselves. Uh-huh. Early farmers, they were farming for themselves, so they weren't selling their goods. Mm-hmm. So maybe this profession, it's about selling the goods. It's about bartering back yeah. in the day, yeah. <laughs> but now they charge. It's just a different way to get food, Woody. Just a different way to get food the bottom line is all about trading and economics absolutely anyway go visit soy cowboy if you do let us know about it if you've been let us know about it if you have any ideas about why it still exists or you think that we're just cra- crazy that it's always going to exist because Hang is a better business than any other business <laughs> let, let us know like i said you can drop us an email at uh, bangkokstrange at gmail.com we also just set up our facebook group so you can find Bangkok Strange on facebook links to that will be in the show notes and go support our show sponsor ash kickers ekamai soy 12 best brisket best bourbon in the city woody loves it i love it we've always been there if you're vegan or you have a vegan friend you can bring them because they have a ton of vegan options on the menu some of the best vegan food in the city woody has a saying about 500 baht tofu Screw it, dude. Screw that. Yeah. He's, he's not about that tofu. He's not well, about it. Favorite bot tofu. Not going to happen. All day long, baby. All day long. Anyway, guys, this has been Bangkok Strange. I'm Dana. And I'm Woody. And we'll see you next week.